Good afternoon, it is Danger Dan here in the dock shop. I am currently in La Paz, Bolivia. Crossed in this morning. I'll be doing a recap soon on the rest of my Peru trip. But today's podcast, I happen to run into a beautiful couple from Poland who is riding around on a fucking Pan America, spending a whole year traversing South America. And we got to spend three days together and only a quick like 45 minutes recording. And uh, I wish we could have done more, but we, we, uh, well, you'll hear all about it right now. All right, so yes, I am in Bolivia right now, but I will be headed back to Texas soon to meet you at Born Free Texas, October 22nd and 23rd at the Yellow Rose Canyon. Grass passes are available now at the yellowrosecanyon.com website. And uh, dude, we're going to be partying. Fuck the party start Thursday night in Dallas. At Strokers, thanks to Jace from the Pad, Pad, the Pad Life, the Fast Life podcast. I haven't heard from him in a minute. Surely there's a flyer out for that by now. Uh, Thursday night, Strokers. Friday night at Lug Nuts in Waxahachie. Uh, Saturday night, or Saturday is born free with fucking bands like Mothership and a bunch of other doom metal bands. And then Lulu and the Black Sheep and the Out. Bound train. That's right. We are playing fucking, I believe, Saturday night. Oh, it's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. Um, anyways, I hope you guys are planning on being there. I, uh, I'm going to be fucking cutting it so close. I'm going to be cutting it so fucking close, but it's just how things work, man. Uh, Speaking of cutting it close, we're getting close to the end of the month. You only have a few days left to sign up at mcshoptees.com to not miss out on the the first fucking surf shop of MC Shop Tees, dude. Uh, If you haven't heard, I went through this sick place in Costa Rica and met a guy named Juan Diego, thanks to my friend Terry Chandler. And Juan Diego has a badass surf shop called Che Boards. And, dude, there was fucking motorcycles inside the surf shop, outside the on the fucking alley of the surf shop. It was like, it was fucking rad. And uh, I was like, fuck it, I'm making an exception. There's motorcycles and it's a shop. So we are featuring Che Boards next month. And I had a, a guy named Federico do the art from, San, from, from Argentina which is exactly where Juan Diego is from. So pretty cool to bring those two together. He drew a bitchin' fucking chopper riding a wave. It's cool. He actually did the artwork for Invader Cycle Supply out of Buenos Aires uh, sometime last year, I believe. So pretty fucking sweet. I'm excited. You only got a few days left, so go to mcshoptees.com. Sign up now. Uh, It's the only way you're going to get this T-shirt, dude. We got men's sizes, women's sizes, and kids' sizes. You can sign up monthly or buy three, six, and 12-month packages. Holidays are coming up, dude, so, you know, probably good fucking pre- I know you know somebody. Maybe you got too many fucking T-shirts, which I don't believe, which means you probably don't have enough shop rags. 
but you know somebody who's wearing some lame ass shit all the fucking time. And you're like, dude, you got a fucking Christmas gift that'll keep on giving at mcshoptees.com. So go sign yourself up or somebody else up now. Or maybe your kid, dude. Your kid's probably wearing something fucking gay, dude. Something retarded. Might. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'll just, I just make myself laugh sometimes. Anyways, your kid could look fucking cooler than he does. Trust me. Put him in an MC shop. T, dude. You can change the sizes as it keeps growing. If you want to support the show, but you're too lame to wear our t-shirts, go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. I know I've been slacking on the giveaways lately, but, uh, you know, been fucking busy, dude. I've been busy putting out shows. I got three shows already. After this one to put out, I met a guy. Dude, he was on a... It was such a relief after hanging out with a bunch of uh, dudes on stock Harleys to run into a guy on a fucking custom-built adventure bike, like a chopper. He talked about his adventure bike like we talk about choppers. It was cool. That podcast is coming, but DangerDanceTalkShop.com. There's a Patreon support link where you can send five bucks my way to put gas in my tank so I can keep buying trucha frita and, um, man, and keep putting out podcasts. I got a $100 gift card I'm giving away today. I, I got my computer right here. You're going to have to wait till the end of the show, but I'm going to give away a $100 gift card to one of my patrons to lowbrowcustoms.com. Lowbrow Customs has got what you need. Thanks to Lowbrow, I was able to build a fucking badass flathead brakeless race bike. They sell products from people like Lead Sled Customs, uh, WW Cycles, Marin Motor Works, Marin Marin. I got some pretty cool little, uh, they're like studs and giant nuts to put your carburetor on so that you don't have to reach back in there with an Allen. I haven't quite put them on the bike yet, but I'm looking forward to that. Anyways, lowbrowcustoms.com is where you get all that shit. And uh, somebody's going to win a $100 gift card. I've given away a bunch of rad shit, I know, and it's like, fuck, you're doing an epic trip, Dan. Surely you can fucking find some sweet shit to give away. How about I'll give away a one-year subscription of MC Shop Tees? Uh, next month, maybe even probably the next show, I'll give it away. Actually, I'll give you time to sign up, right? You can sign up. You got like a week to sign up and then I'll give it away. So in a couple weeks, I'll fucking give away a a one year subscription. That's 12 t-shirts. And if you're already a subscriber, then you have to give that gift as a gift to somebody else. That's fucked up, right? Well, yeah, I am fucked up. That's just how it is. Now, today's show, dude, we, we were at this, like, hog rally event, and uh, we got, dude, they had an itinerary. Fucking every day was filled up with shit, and it was a ton of fun. We ate like kings. We rode beautiful roads, had great smiles and laughs with a bunch of amazing people, and uh, just the night before I left town, I was like, all right, motherfuckers, we got to squeeze in at least an hour, and I think we recorded an hour, and... Uh, you know, this couple, it was cool to meet them in person. And it was funny how we just, we both had other plans, but yet the, the Harley culture of Peru pulled us together. And uh, I fucking rode in late one night with a guy named Ivan. And uh, 
Pull into the parking lot. There's a bunch of Harleys and bam, there's another fucking Pan America in South America. Probably the only two in South America under the same canopy at the same motel in a random ass town in Peru. So pretty fucking cool. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Uh, hopefully, no, for sure. I will do a podcast with these two again, Greg and Ella. It was wonderful spending time with you and, uh, I look forward to doing it again. Anyways, here's a podcast. Really, <laughs> you know, have you guys never done a podcast? No, uh, no, no. You know, we just just one, one once in, in, the in the radio, but you know, in Polish language, so was it was different. Oh, it was in your own language. Yeah, I guess this is a little bit extreme yeah. making you speak English. You guys been doing great with the English, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really great. <laughs> I mean, compared to some of these other guys, you're doing real good. You know, I can actually converse. You know, Ivan, you know. The other guys, I mean, they're trying. I'm, tr I'm not trying to speak Spanish as much as I thought I would, but I don't know. In I don't our know. age, it's not so easy to learn. You're yeah, too lazy. Our minds are too lazy. They're making it easy to not learn, really. You know? <laughs> it hasn't really been that necessary. Uh, but what a, I mean, what a great thing to run into you guys down here in South America, <coughs> traveling on a fucking Pan America, a fucking Harley Davidson. And this isn't y'all's first trip on this bike, right? Or actually, on a Pan Am? Actually, second one. Because the uh, first one was in last year in Scandinavia. We did it in five weeks, something like this. Something it was 11,000 kilometers. In miles, it will be... Will like 8,000, 9,000? 7,000, 8,000 Yeah. In five weeks in Scandin yeah, yeah. Scandinavia, that's just in that one country? No, no, no. No, Scandinavia is a part of Europe, okay. right? It's northest, northest countries. So we started actually, of course, in Poland, uh, but then we crossed to uh, Lithuania. Latvia, Lithuania. Estonia. Estonia, then. then to Finland, yeah. uh, Norway, Sweden, Denmark. Yeah. Wow. So. Guys from Norway actually uh, told us that Scandinavia is actually three countries because this is Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. Uh, Finland is not in Scandinavia. We don't know why, but it will fit. According, according to the Norway guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Finland was the part of Russia. Russia. Previously, yes. Previously, yeah, so pro probably that's... See, I think that's when I <coughs> came in contact with you guys or saw something on the internet that you guys were... Do, doing that trip. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I reached out at some point. <clears throat> well, maybe you were coming here. Maybe you told me you were coming to South America or, or something. But I just remember, like, I was in Costa Rica, go, headed, headed to uh, Colombia. Mm -hmm. And I sent you a message, and you guys were like, the bike was being shipped to Colombia, but you guys were flying to Panama. That's what it was, going to Panama. <laughs> to ride through Central America on another bike to then fly back to Colombia to start this trip. I was just like, 
what in the fuck? How does he have a bike in <laughs> Panama now? You know, like. uh, it was, you know, it was a little bit uh, complicated because uh, after our last trip uh, through the Central America in 2019, we keep the bike in the storage in Panama. Uh, we're thinking about continuation after maybe five months, six months, something like this. Uh, but unfortunately, came COVID, so we need to gotcha. wait at home. So, what did you do? That tell us about that bike and that trip. That's a the Road King, right? No, no, no Electroglide. Electroglide. Evolution '97. '97, a bad fucking yeah. motor right there, bud. <laughs> and you came over. You bought that in Florida. Uh, you told me. Yeah. I, it was longer story actually because we started traveling on this side of Atlantic Ocean. In 2017, right? Exactly. Uh, we bought this bike, the Red Electroglide in States. It was registered on my name in Florida, it's possible. Uh, so in 2017, we made the trip around the States. We crossed the 28 states and two provinces of Canada. And there wasn't any trouble with this bike, you know? Uh, I didn't have any more There wasn't any trouble with the bike, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, fucking Evo. Mm. Evolution Motor is the baddest that's fucking thing true. ever. And that's like the last years where they had it all figured out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And my friend told me, Greg, remember, it's not so easy to, to stop this bike, you know? I mean, about broken things or something. You know, it's a simple bike, but works. Yeah. So we, have, we don't have any troubles. Now, what, do you, what did you ride back home before you bought that bike? Like what's, what's, the, what's your bike back home? Uh, I have my, i joking, first and last one, Softer Custom, 98. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, Chopper, beautiful bike. Yeah, I still have this bike there in Poland. That's awesome. And you've, done, you've traveled all around Europe with that? Mm, a few travels, yeah. but... Mostly, uh, mostly on rally and European bike rally yeah. in Austria, okay. some mountains. And so it's not so long trip, it's just what, 600, 700 kilometers in one way? Yeah. Something like this. Yeah. The trouble with the. What made you want to come to the Americas? Let's <laughs> say. Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what made you want to come over? Like, what, what sparked your, uh, you know, the journey to come over here and buy a bike and ride around America? Yeah. Latin America. No, oh, the, just the Americas in general, America. you know, okay. like across the you ocean. Know, when we start the travel in Europe, of course, we don't uh, travel the whole the countries in Europe, but we decide that it's good in every time. Yeah. In the future, uh, you know, of course. It's, it's Europe is our home continent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is close. Uh, you know, it, when you want to go to, for example, Spain, it's 4,000 kilometers. Three days. Three days, and you are there, yeah, so okay. it's close. But uh, was the thing to find some opportunity, the possibility, mm, to cross the ocean and riding on the bike in States, yeah? yeah? It was kind of a dream, you know, to visit Sturgis and a lot of beautiful places, like iconic Road 66, for Route example, 66. or my favorite uh, coastal highway uh, through the... Uh, Pacific Coast, right? Oh, yeah, the P, what do they call it, PH1? Yes, exactly. So, you know, this it was kind of realization of our dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So we started in States. Uh, then uh, my big dream was to visit in Cuba. 
but not a, not a commercial like a oh tourist, but with the my old motorbike. So after this American trip, we keep the bike in our friend's garage in Florida, and uh, we looking for some any option to cross the. Uh, this section, 100 miles between yeah. Key US and 90 Havana. Miles to Key yeah, exactly. 90 miles to Havana or something? Yeah. Exactly. And finally, we, we found... So did you take a boat from Key West? Uh, yeah, but we need to find uh, someone. Who take us. <coughs> yeah, cool. Because normally it's not yeah, any not commercial... Like a ferry yeah, yeah, it's my, not My brother-in-law, he was working with a guy, and they were, they were trying to get something like that going, but it just never, you know, there's not enough stability in the situation to uh for somebody to have a ferry going right now so how'd you get you just found a random guy uh i started looking for in the facebook on the internet and i found some contact to the guy it was the cuban man uh living in miami right yeah. uh the member of the llama Amer um, it's a latin americanos motorcyclist association kind of clubs right okay in the whole of not only states but whole of this part of the world uh, and they have a mm, boat uh, and make the trips for his friends from the club to Cuba and back. Really? Yeah. Uh, so sick. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I was actually surprised, but we started to speak with this, with this guy and he told me if you have no any problems with the law, for example, right? Uh, if you are in States and you would like to cross the Cuba, you c if you can do it, yes, you can go with me. So we check everything, you know, a lot of emails. So we'll let me, let me follow you. said if your bike is, like, legal in the States, then you can go to Cuba and it'll be uh, fine there? A little bit different thing. Uh, between uh, States and Cuba um, is embargo, right? Yeah. Still. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we could know, uh, the American people, mm, if you want to cross to Cuba, then... Need to go through the Mexico or through the Canada, not oh, directly. Okay, gotcha. So when we were in in, in states, we we were under jurisdiction of states, so like Americans, right? So we we send a lot of emails to the embassies, to the State Department, and with the question how to do it. On that time was 13 categories like mission, students, and sports, something else. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and the last one, 13, was support for Cuban people, right? And Nobody oh. knows what what it means. <laughs> exactly. 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 Supplement. What say again? Support. Support for the Cuban people. Oh, support. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you guys did. Yeah. So, we can you explain it, Ella? We read a little bit about more about that, and uh, it's mean that we need support support uh, the uh, Cuban people yeah. in their I don't know democracy moving to, to, to change the system. system. Yeah. Oh, really? So to help to so help them yeah. get away from communism? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't uh, spend nights in a hotel, uh, government hotel. Yeah. Just okay. the private uh, private things, you know, okay. like the restaurants, taxi, private taxis, private rooms. Was that difficult to find those things, or no? Yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have everywhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's uh, with the blue sign. It means that it is blue sign. It means it's for the people from another countries. It's a red sign. It means it's just for Cuban. Oh, so wow. it's something like room for uh, rent. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. But, uh, so it's pretty easy to read and see. Yeah. And uh, we, we don't have any reservation. We just... Uh, but, okay.
okay, we first we need to say how we <laughs> get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's not <laughs> so easy. Yeah, and uh, anyway, um, when I got in contact to Brian, this guy from uh, from Lama, uh, it was October or something like something this, like this and we planned this trip uh, on February next year. Yeah, everything was fine. We got in contact with this guy. And then when we arrived to to Florida, uh, I sent him a message, you know, Brian, let me know when, when I should arrive to the porting on the boat to Cuba. And after maybe five minutes, I got the uh, were you in, Were you in America at that time? Or were you yeah, 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 yeah. We arrived to, to Florida and uh, he sent me a short message. Uh, I'm sorry, I have some problem with the boat. I can cross. I can't cross. Yeah. Oh, perfect. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. Just, just short message. Hey, yeah. Boat's Nothing, broken. Yeah. yeah. Can't do it. Uh, it was not true, but we we got this information much much later. But uh, it was February, so yeah, okay. In Florida, was summer. Was summer was hot, right? Yeah. The northeast of states was cold. Yeah, winter. So we had actually two Five options. <laughs> two options and four weeks to visit Florida or try to go to QS and find another option to find someone maybe who will go to Cuba and yeah. who could take us with the bike to Cuba and back. And it's a great ride down there over those bridges. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. But, we, you know, we, we on that Except time... QS we is fucking expensive down there. Yeah, exactly. It was uh, after the yeah. Huracan Irma. Probably, the yeah, one yeah. year after, mm. so it was not so many campgrounds. Oh, yeah. Probably just mm -hmm. one or two, because another was totally yeah, destroyed. Uh, not too much hotels. Oh, there's lots of hotels that are yeah, just high. Yeah, mm. yeah. They're fucking expensive. Hold the queues. We, we finally found the camping site. But for one night on that time was $77. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we arrived to um, to Key West, actually on Stock Island. Uh, we found the the, the campground, and uh, it was funny situation because it was too late to go to to Marina and try to ask with the people who can who yeah, could both, take yeah. us. Yeah, uh, but the people uh, walking around the campground and ask us about the, our story, you know, because we had the Polish flag and the American's license plate on the motorbike. And we told all of the story with the Brian. Uh, and uh, now we, we, we will try to find any other option uh, to cross, right, to Cuba. Uh, and the next day, the same girl, which we spoke uh, day before, arrived at the morning to us and told us, hey, guys, I have some information for you. Uh, I've been yesterday uh, in the marina, in the pub, and told your stories in the pub, and I got some information uh, about the man who, who will go to Cuba on the boat, and he, uh, he can take you with the bike to Cuba and back. Perfect. Man, Perfect. Some, something amazing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, finally, it, was, it is a longer story, but I'm not sure if we have enough yeah, time yeah, yeah. to explain everything in details. Uh, yeah, but we did it. We cross uh, on the boat was I what kind of boat was it? Sailing boat, forty-six feet long. So a pretty good sized boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plenty of room for a bike on there. Yeah, and then we, we cross there, and after two weeks back, it was an amazing time. Uh, 
Wow. What did that guy do while he, while you were on in Cuba? Did he just sail back to the states, or did he hang out over there? Uh, he was the uh, taxi driver. Taxi driver uh, in 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 Key West, but the sailing it was his passion, you know, kind of this. And at the boat, it was his home, right? <laughs> guys, guys, yeah. guys was yeah. from New Zealand, so. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And he lived on the boat full time, drove a taxi mm-hmm. in Key West, yeah. and then turned his boat into a taxi and took you guys to yeah. Cuba. Yeah. But while you, while you were riding around Cuba, what did he do? He came back to States again, keep the boat in Havana because it was impossible to leave the bike in Cuba and came back on the boat to States and again take us in yeah. another trip. Uh, this, is the, this is the regulation of Cuba. Nobody knows about it before. Uh, yeah. So uh, when we came to Cuba and uh, customs say sorry, it's impossible that he come, he then he back to to uh, West without the bike on the uh, oh <coughs> he has to go. Boat. I got you. So the boat had to stay there. <coughs> if it couldn't leave Cuba without taking the bike back with exactly. it, exactly. Yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Did he know that? No. 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 Oh no, my no, gosh. No. <laughs> did he have? To, did you? Did he just like fly back to Key West? Or did he <sighs> take another boat. No, he he it was some some flight, so he he came back to to Key West again to Miami to Miami first and then to Miami to then oh the bus <laughs> to <laughs> Key West. Oh, what that guy's awesome! What's his name? Uh, Kiwi. 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 Is the, is the, yeah, yeah, Zealand, Zealand. Right? yeah, yeah. Of but course, he's called Kiwi. Yeah, Christopher Webster. Christopher yeah. Webster. But unfortunately, <laughs> Kiwi passed a month ago. Oh shit, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, we get this 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 information from his cousin. Wow. Uh, so car, car so you get back to Florida mm-hmm. after riding around Cuba, which is fucking. Whoa. Sorry about that. I saw that fall off, and I was like, "That's supposed to be plugged in." It's like a different one is. Uh, <laughs> and then you rode back through. Then you rode through Central America. Mm-hmm. Then, year. but it it was in next year. It was the next year. Yeah, in 2019, uh, we planned the trip from Miami around the Mexico Gulf through the whole of the countries of Central America mm-hmm. uh, with, in the, with the finish in, in Panama. Mm, we've hoped to continuation yeah. in South America, but after half of a year. Then came COVID. Did you get stuck down there? Where were you when COVID hit? Were you on the trip? No, no, no. We were in Poland. You'd already You'd gone already back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay. we can come back and uh, took uh, the, the bike from Panama. So the bike waiting. For us, the two and a half years, something like this. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How was that first trip through Central America? How was? <laughs> oh, something amazing, you know. Mm, each country was new for us. Yeah. First time in Mexico. Now, did you spend a lot of time in each country, or did you mm, zip on? You didn't do no, it like I did. Whole, I mean. whole, of, whole of this trip was two months, something, something like this. Okay. Not, two not much. Not too much. Uh, two and a half weeks in Mexico, and the rest of this time in whole of this countries, some like a few days, you know, five, Isn't ten Mexico days. amazing? Yeah. True. Oh, my gosh. And it's just right there by my home. <laughs> we <laughs> hope that we come back here. There. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing food is the first thing, you know. 
the, the food, people. Yeah. the people, the Being roads, people, yeah. sucking Absolutely. speed bumps. Mm. God damn. <laughs> it's the best. No, no, you love it how the sign is right there at the speed bump. There's no warning. It's just like sign the speed bump is right back And there. of course somebody which sell the food or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, because always where is the, the speed street. bump, you need to yeah. reduce the speed. And I always wonder something. if they put the speed bumps in to slow people down to buy shit. Or if the people just go to sell shit where people have to slow down, you know, which like which came first, the chicken or the egg, you know, like the speed bumps or the street dealers, you know? Yeah. What do we change? Uh, mostly uh, the, in the Jiffy, Jiffy, Jiffy stand spring. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, always was broken a few times. It just broke. <laughs> yeah. How does it break? You just yeah, because it on something? the clearance of the electrograde is not so high like in adventure bikes. So yeah. you know, when the bumps was always yeah, when you broken, hit something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was uh, probably just one thing in all dealers in Central America what we can buy this it part. Was in this Guatemala, yeah. Yeah, but when we ask about it in yeah, yeah. other, it wasn't any problem to buy mm. this spring. So probably not just we have the oh, problem. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're in stock. They're <laughs> on the shelves. <laughs> yeah, because people fucking do that a lot. There's somebody here now, Kike. <coughs> He's got a zip tie. Well, he's got zip ties holding his fucking Sportster together right now, but he's got zip ties holding this kickstand up because the spring came off. And I asked him if he wanted to fix it. He said no. And then he showed me the spring, and it was fine. I was like, you don't want to fix it? He's like, no. Okay. Kike. Kike. <laughs> so then how did the... Uh, so I guess COVID happened. The bike stuck over here in Panama. You guys are back in Poland. Mm-hmm. And then the Pan America comes out. Were you, I mean, were you, were you excited? Uh, and were you even wanting an adventure bike before the Pan America no, came no, out? Or no. strict, simply because Harley put out one of those? Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. I am Harley enthusiast. I never had any other brand of the bike. So Nothing else. No. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else. So uh, we, we watch. The, the Pan America stories from the beginning, from des- designing, right? And we was very, uh, very interesting on interest. Interested, intrigued, yeah. yeah. Uh, what it will be, right? Because uh, for our trips, probably would be better this kind of adventure bike. Than well, it gives you, it would yeah. give you more options, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. of course. Especially after coming yeah. through South Central America. You know, if you stay on the Pan America Highway, it's pretty much paved the whole time. Yeah. But true. there's a lot of cool shit off the Pan of America course. Highway. And as soon as you leave that main road, you know. But you, and another thing you never know. We, uh, one time we choose some road in Costa Rica, which looks like the main road oh, on yeah, the map. Oh, yeah, I did that too. On the map, it looks <laughs> great. Yeah. looks like a two-lane <laughs> fucking highway. And then it's just dirt. In rocks, yeah, in river and crossings. And another one was in Belize, oh, yeah. coastal uh, highway. Horrible 60 kilometers of sand. Of salt. Salt? Sand. 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 Oh, sand. Oh, sand. God, sand. don't you yeah. love that on a fucking ultra classic? Yeah, it was horrible, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we did it, I don't know, three hours? Something like we this. Yeah. One gear, second gear, one gear, second gear. Yeah, the, the thing is with sand is you have to get going fast. Mm. And the problem with going fast in the sand is, is if it goes yeah. wrong, but it's not like a dirt bike where you, it just 
you throw it down on the ground and pick it up. Exactly, you're a fucking you know? ultra classic. If that goes down when you're fucking going above 30 or 40 miles an hour. Normal, normal road tires. How, yeah. you, you know how it goes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and yeah. it was I don't different. Even, Sometimes it was yeah. really, how to say? Really hard. But yeah, like had moisture, gravel, yeah, yeah. Yeah. had like it was packed, so, mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's just yeah, loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we never know sweet. what is in the next. Yeah, meters. so you're right. Any any of the roads that you may find south of the border could be, yeah, adventurous. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I I, uh, I personally was on the verge of buying a, a BMW. And then I was just like, wait a second. Harley's putting out an adventure bike right now. I, it really never even crossed my mind to buy that bike. Like, n- never once was I like, oh, you know, I've been wanting an adventure bike and Harley's putting, like, it just didn't cross my mind. I was just like, gonna get something else. And then one day I was like, wait a second. I gotta support this move. If they're gonna try this and do something new, uh, you know, I gotta support it. Hold on. Even, I think. Can you give us a minute? We're recording in here. Yeah. Thank you. You're just going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, then all of a sudden, like, I was on my way to Daytona riding my chopper, and I'm like, fuck it. I, that's it. I got to get the fucking Harley bike. Mm-hmm. So you saw it, you were following it. it. They had you sold from the get-go, right, as soon as it came out. Did you get the first one? I had, uh, the, the, it was a premiere in Europe, was in 2021. Yeah. On the ledge. Oh, and then they had the tax deal at first. Was it I don't know. the embargo tax? Ah, yeah. yeah, but um, it was when the Trump was the president of states. That was oh. changing. It changed. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Before was normally, mm-hmm. okay. but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember in which year was it. Uh, yeah, I don't but know exactly. yeah, yeah, but f- for sure in Europe uh, we had because now probably it's better. Concert. Yeah, we had extra fifty. Yeah, fifty percent. Fifty percent of the price for American vehicles, so each Harley Davidson get uh, extra. Extra tax, so it was pretty expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably that's why the company uh, opened the manufacture uh, somewhere in Thailand. In See, and I, that's news to me. You told me uh, that you didn't I know never it. heard about oh, that. Man. Yeah, that's true. To get around that that tax situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now it's normal. But they probably easier. Is, is they have still yeah. the same yeah. factory because. You know, that's oh, if they, they build it, they didn't need. They don't need that factory now yeah. to get a w- to get around yeah, it, but yeah, they yeah. have it, so yeah, they're using exactly. it anyways. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that they were building bikes in Thailand. Hmm. If you we could, Thailand? if we if we could now, just the CVO. Yeah, is CVO is still made only in states. Yeah. 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 I don't know uh, how how it works now, but for sure. Uh, Few years ago, so was working the manufacturer in uh, Manaus in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, I don't know if sti- Harley still have this 
this this you're gonna go check it out yeah you should yeah <laughs> you should go check yeah. it out you're gonna be over there aren't you absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. so i i'm not sure if it's still working but is brazil is still ahead of us so yeah we have a lot of time for that mm-hmm. so how did you get your so okay you got the 22 though right Mm-hmm. So you didn't yeah. get the first the first year. No, the first first Panamerica which we which we get it was uh, kind of kind of uh, how do how they say test test like a loaner test. a loaner bike. Yeah, the one of the Polish uh, dealers uh, gave us for a few months the the this bike for using for checking how it works. Uh, and so we decided to make the trip around Scandinavia in last year. Yeah. Yeah. It was mod- 2021, yeah. uh, but standard. It was a standard. Yeah. yeah. So had the mag wheels. Yeah. Didn't have the adjustable suspension. Uh, uh, yes, but mechanical. Not electronical, like oh in yeah. special mode, there is manual, you know. Really? Come on, Dad! You did it, <laughs> Yes. No. It's simple, like uh, just the, um, like the knobs to. I would rather have that yeah. than the fucking mm-hmm. electronics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. No, hey, I just yeah. ride. I just yeah. ride. Things. I just <laughs> ride. I just break things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all yeah. this stuff, dude. You are teaching me things. <laughs> okay. So then, yeah, once you, you were sold on that at that point, huh? After that trip? After the trip, we returned this bike to, yeah. the, to the dealer and it was sold maybe on the next three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, how many bikes do they have over there? Or did he get? Oh, hard to say. Is there quite a few of them? Um, I don't know. You asked you ask me about my bikes? No, no, how no, many bikes... How many like Pan Americas did the dealer get and sell over there? This is a hard question. In Poland, we've got eleven Di- dealerships. dealerships. Right. Yeah. Harley Davidson, okay. and four of them uh, have Pan America in sale mm-hmm. for sure. And the first year, I think that in first year was the problem because a lot of people want to buy Pan America, mm-hmm. but it was uh, impossible to get. Yeah. It was, yeah, you yeah. know, in Poland we've got. Very short season for riding because mm-hmm. it's cold country. So yeah. many times spring and autumn is it's cold and it's raining a lot. In the winter, almost snow. Yeah, snowy. So uh, if the dealer uh, gets the Pan America in I don't know November, mm-hmm. it was too late to. To ride it's it, sailing, yeah. and, and to sail it, yeah, you can't even sell no, it. Uh, Finally, probably they sell, but you know, th- on the end of the year is the different story, you know, because uh, the clients waiting for new models for next year. Oh yeah, and uh, if the you old want, one, yeah, if they want to yeah. buy new, they really want to buy new, mm-hmm. and not from the last year. Yeah, or waiting for a sale, mm-hmm. some discounts. Yeah, I mean, they sold like this. all the bikes. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, right? They sold all the 21 models. Um. You remember in December, we've got some meeting. and in How many bikes was, was there? I think 10 or 12. Mm, 13, 15. Something like this. 
on the end of there. Yeah. So there's probably a couple dozen over there. In the dealer that you're working with, uh, I mean, that's a pretty smart move. Right. Make somebody go out and fucking test ride the bike, put some miles on it. That way his service tech guys can go over it and see, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of service it needs and get to work on it so they have experience when the paying customer brings their bike in. Mm-hmm. Yes, and after after our travel, we've got some speech in, uh, in dealerships about our travel and ab- about how the Pan America works on the travel. Uh, on yeah. the travel. Gotcha. So it's kind of presentation the dealerships, you know, few few meetings. Uh, yeah. Doing good things. We hope so. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many miles? You need to ask the dealer. <laughs> uh, now, this new bike. Yeah. How many miles or kilometers, whatever you measure it in? Uh, did you get to put on it before you sent it over here? <laughs> Not too much. Not too much. Really? Was, yeah, yeah, just it was. Uh, we made just the first service. It was, I don't know, uh, thousand hundred miles, something like this. It was pretty fresh. Wow. <laughs> and then you sent it over here. Yeah. yeah, we don't have enough time to prepare everything. We yeah. got a lot of plan. What well, you we had what, what do you need? Yeah, you guys have a bunch of stuff on that bike. Did you do most of that? Before you send it over here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But was, you know, it was crazy time. Almost every day we are in a different place uh, and, you know, put something new and prepare the, the bike. So You guys <laughs> have more aftermarket parts on your bike than I even knew that were even made for that bike. You think so? I don't think so, so much. I'm, no, I'm saying you yeah. had more. You do. You uh-huh. have more uh-huh. aftermarket parts in there uh, yeah. than I was aware were even mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, small little things too, like yeah. that. The uh, that master cylinder guard, the kickstand deal. Uh, what else? And who? And Tortec makes most of that stuff. Yes. And then you have the chain oiler. Uh, yes, this is, uh, but it's not Tortec. It's not a different different uh, German company. Mm-hmm. It's CLS. Uh, but and that probably is like one size fits most bikes, right? Uh, yes, exactly. Like yeah, that. like universal. Just, just the cables are fitted to the Pan America, you know, gotcha. for the lens. That's it. And what does that oil just in the back, or is it oil both sprockets? Uh, you know, connection is to the battery directly, and then you have a central under the seat and the tank for oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, liter, I don't know uh, how they would. Uh, the controller on the handlebar mm-hmm. and the the needle on the on the on the sprocket. That's it. That's just on the rear sprocket. That's yeah, it. Yeah, huh? Well, that's pretty simple. Simple and works. Yeah, and then you got two 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 GPSs, a Garmin, and then what's the other one? Uh, TomTom. TomTom. Yeah. Now why two of them? Uh, hmm. I mean, what's wrong with the navigation on the bike? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we, uh, we don't use because uh, it works, but uh, they need to use the Google Maps. Yeah. And we, when we are in the other country, it's not a problem in Europe because we have roaming everywhere, right? Uh, like, like in our country. But here in different countries, we need to pay for the internet mm-hmm. and the, the navigation of, of Pan America is still online, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's not so easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Garmin works perfect. Nice. Yeah, in the, this kind of uh, 
of road of of the places which we visited Garmin I think is it's pretty cool yeah TomTom is nice but in, in the states cities. in states in Europe okay but uh, that's why because TomTom make his own maps for navigation oh wow yeah that's the difference yeah but the <coughs> Garmin use OS maps so it's open you you can download whatever you need actually yeah wow yeah that's the yeah. ticket mm. Tom Tom. I didn't even know that those were still a thing, <laughs> honestly. I'm sorry. I'm still doing my phone trick, you know? Mm -hmm. I just keep my phone <coughs> handy. And here in South America, people use Waze, how it's the application, mm -hmm. not the Google Maps, but the Waze, the Waze. blue one. Yeah, Waze is pretty much the same as, I think it uses Google Maps, but then it also uses everybody in Waze to help... Uh, you know, communicate other information, like the cops or yeah, the yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah. Or mm -hmm. But it's more popular here than the yeah. Google Maps. Yeah. Did you have any problem with Google Maps in Nicaragua, for example? I think I had a problem with everything in Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything works good in Nicaragua. That's why I asked, because the, on the, in Cuba, it was actually the same story, you know? Google Maps doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work there. Not we use the maps. Yeah, the Google is American company, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So are we talking about embargo, right? I mean, <laughs> no Cuban, no Cuban cigars in the states, right? Yeah. <laughs> the well, same story. No Google in fucking Cuba, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I in Nicaragua, you know, the beginning of my trip was so different than what it is now, because it was a race. Like I was literally now, given I wasn't exactly like in race mode. Because uh, I was actually in limp mode on my bike, uh, but you know it was just g making miles every day. You know, like I was stopping and seeing shit, but I, the, you know, I was doing four to six to seven hundred miles a day. Mm -hmm. No, not that much, but six. I think six was the most. But you know, the roads we were on were fucking. It wasn't like interstates in America where you can do six hundred miles in a day pretty fucking easy. Uh, no problem. You know. Well, Mexico's not like that. I mean, it has a couple of... I mean, even their interstates, though, except for once you get outside the cities, everything's fucking curvy in there. There's yeah. fucking mountains all over that country. Uh, and then, you know, leaving Mexico, I just kept the same pace. I mean, I did... In three days, I did Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras. I did went all the way to Costa Rica. Crossed all those borders. How much, insane, how, right. mu how much time you spent on the borders? Because in our uh, travel, it was the biggest problem. That yeah. I went down during Easter week. <laughs> okay. The fucking borders were fucking filled with people. Mm. <laughs> but I was just paying bribes. I'm like, you know, it's the first one was like 30 bucks. Ah, yeah, okay. 15, 15, 15 or 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because, you know, everything I'd read said, don't use the helpers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm by myself. I can't just leave my bike out there and go inside the customs yeah. building, go inside the fucking immigration building. And, you know, I, you need to I, need to, I need to make somebody happy out there. Right. You know, another thing is not so f easy to find this the place building. where you should go first. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then after. Oh, man. man, we did it without the helpers. Yeah. Three, four hours each border. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Sometimes it was 
half an hour just to find the right building. Find the lady in the shack that you have to buy insurance in the, from? In the that's blue way over building. There. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yes. Uh, Central America is special when we're talking yeah. about the border crossing. What's funny right? is I've talked to a bunch of people on adventure bikes over the years about, you know, riding to South America and almost 90% of them are like, don't go through Central America. Just ship your bike to Colombia and start there. Like, that's just the easiest. It's more time effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have, like down here, you don't have to cross borders all the time because they're big countries, you know. And uh, Anyways, we did it. Yeah, hey, but good job. Central America good job, guys. Yeah. You guys fucking killed it. Okay? <laughs> it would have been so much easier to have one other person. Because crossing by myself was like, I think that was the what made it the most mm-hmm. uh, like stressful. You know, just like, uh, is my shit going to be out there? You know, like, is my shit going to be out there when I go outside this building, you know? Yeah, it was the same on the first border with Mexico. When we was afraid to leave the bike, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So first you know, then the, the first border, and Greg went to the uh, custom office, the migration, and and the people asked them the customs, okay, but where is your wife? Wife, she's outside with the motorcycle. No, she need to come here. So you know. Oh, they made you both come inside <laughs> too. You couldn't <laughs> do it separately. <laughs> no. We need to be there everywhere, actually, both. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my god! <laughs> so you know it's so not, you guys not had easier. To leave your shit out there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Funny stories. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but we never have any problems on the borders. Yeah. We leave motorcycle and haul our stuff. You know how much stuff we've got on you the motorcycle. You guys got a lot of shit on that bike. Yeah, and we leave it, and we never, never have any any problem when yeah. uh, stolen thing. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like in the life, you need to ha- have a luck. Yeah, it's it's just the it's one part moment. Part of it. It's part of it. Yeah. It's <coughs> definitely part of it. So you, s- but you didn't ride the Pan American. The Pan American got shipped straight to Colombia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because uh, you know, the last trip was finished in the Panama, so the continuation. South. Yeah. Yeah, but of course we went to Yavitza. The last point point of Pan America on the northeast. But then you you've been there also, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about the pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Special place, right? <laughs> I mean, it was not what I thought it would have been. Mm-hmm. You know, like I really th- was expecting there to be like a like a, a market, you know, where the people from the jungle bring their goods to sell to get things <laughs> from the fucking the road. You know, and take back into the jungle, and uh, no, it wasn't like that at all. Did you spend the night there or no? No, no. <laughs> Did y'all? No, we're thinking about it. You but thought about camping there? Uh, no, 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 no. So we firstly we thinking about it, but then uh, when we, we we arrived to the town and hold the eyes, eyes, I felt on my back. You know, oh no, <laughs> too <Yeah>. much. <laughs> yeah. What about all the fucking cops? On the dirt bikes. Uh, on the dirt bikes? Yeah. Um, for now, just the two checkpoints. But uh, You no didn't see problem. all the cops down there on dirt bikes? Ah, uh, there. 
Remember they have like a fucking, there's signs and shit of them like standing on the bikes with the guns. Yeah. There's a big bronze statue. Do you remember the stop? Uh, it was, I don't know how many kilometers before the Yavitsa. Yeah, they, and they, they check, check the, your the uh, passport so and they know you come out yeah, of but there. But yeah. it was the border of the province. Yes, that but, right. yeah, no? but yeah, I think it was some kind mm -hmm. of border. And if you say that you are going just for a one day, you need to beg in the mm -hmm. same day. Because they have... Yeah, there's definitely... Yeah. Well, I think it's also like they really just come looking for you. Mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah. For yeah, safety yeah. reasons, not, yeah, like, probably, yeah. not like you're... If don't they don't think you're up to something. They're just like, "Fuck!" He went down to the he went down to the bad the end of the road and didn't come back. We got to go look for this fucking gringo or somebody. Yeah, but we close to this, this checkpoint. We saw the lot of people which probably cross immigrants. Immigrants which probably cross. Oh yeah, that came up. Yeah. Yeah, the Darian mm -hmm. barefoot. Yeah, that's a it's a heavily trafficked area. Yes. But that those fucking cops, I uh, I'm just tooling along. I, I've seen a bunch of them, but didn't think much of it. And then I saw like a big bronze dirt bike statue. I thought it was like a dirt bike shop, dude. I pull up in there, and as soon as I turn in there, I realize that it's a cop station. Dude, fucking comes out, hand on his gun, and I'm just like, oh fuck. And I'm just like, you know, hey, I remember. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, take a picture, and he fucking yells at somebody inside. And, no, I'm a little bit surprised out. what you told uh, about the, the cops, but we, I don't remember this kind of stories. Just yeah. hold the, the, the sec security guards and uh, the cops in the cities and hold the Central America yeah. with guns. Yeah. yeah. They are everywhere. See, when I was down there, there was those dirt bike cops were everywhere. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they pulled me over at one point just so they could fucking take pictures. <laughs> like, literally, they were fucking as cool as could be. Now... They didn't want. They wanted me to pose like the cop was pulling me over. Like I, when I turned to like you know get him, <laughs> look at the camera, he's like, no, look at the look at the police officer. <laughs> and he's standing there with his hands on his machine gun. I mean, they were as nice as could be, but you know, it's kind of intimidating. The first ones I found were in El Salvador, mm -hmm. and I just saw some guys on dirt bikes, and I fucking chased them down. And as soon as I get close enough to see the fucking you know, AK-47 swinging off of his back. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, and I'm like, so then I just get in line and just kind of go at their pace, and then I have to exit, and then they keep going. But as soon as they saw me leaving, they all, every single one of them, like, went out of their way to wave at me and honk their horn, saying, you know, peace out. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, fuck, don't be running up on any dirt bikers with guns, like, I, you know. I think my bike's kind of, my bike's a little intimidating, right? Black with the flames. Yeah. yeah. It uh you know, but it's all it's fucking rad as shit. Uh so I think the cops like the cops down in Ibiza, I saw the guys that pulled me over to take photos, they ended up getting down there after I'd already tooled around, so it took them a while and then I saw them when I was come out. And uh, we stopped and fucking talked a little. Not, I mean, I obviously didn't talk much with them, but, you know, they were fucking, they just didn't know what the fuck I was doing, you know? Like, I mean, I guess they probably did. I'm not the first person to ride a bike down to the end of the road and turn around and come back. Yeah. So they probably, like, real familiar with the situation. Uh, but that was interesting. Yeah, that, that was, uh, did you guys put your bike on the boat and go into the jungle? 
Oh, no, 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 no. You were on the Road King. You definitely no. didn't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> we didn't think about it. The, you know, the end of the road, the, there was the foot uh, or bicycle bridge. I was yeah. afraid to cross on the electric, right? right? Yeah. Two heavy bikes. So I was not sure if it is good. Yeah. Uh, good uh, enough strong right to do it so no we didn't we didn't try it and yeah. it's nothing yeah there, on the no, other there's side. roads over there yeah uh, but, but just, it's just just the second piece of the of the town right yeah there's some, some hospital, hospital if I could know something else but yeah I mean there's some roads that go off into the jungle yeah. that you can ride yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. probably not on them ultra classic mm -hmm. but I after going down there and seeing the situation, I'm like, no fucking way am I going. This is it. <laughs> Take my photo with this fucking sign. And I'm yeah. getting the fuck back <laughs> out of here. And then I went back into the jungle. Oh, I went on a crazy ride after that. Um, but yeah. So now we're in South America. Right now, currently in Cusco. Peru. Which, you know, I did not plan on being this far. I mean... I guess about this time I would have been here. But, the, you know, just as you guys didn't really plan on doing this event, no. you know, hammering no, down those no. miles. No, we didn't plan it. You know? Yeah, we planned to arrive to Cusco. Yeah. But much later, right? Mm -hmm. There was so many places to visit on this trip before we, we, we came here. But guys from Harley Davidson Lima invite us for this meeting, so we decided to change the plan. Yeah, so it was kind of hard to set, tell him no, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I had, I mean, I wasn't able to do it. I mean, this is exactly what I was afraid it would be. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, know? It's, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good, yeah. But it's okay, let's, let's go back. Let's go back to Colombia, because Colombia was fucking so amazing. And you guys got to do start in Cartagena, which I did not go up mm -hmm. there. Uh, but I hear that that's a fucking beautiful town. Yeah. Uh, do you go to the Hooker Alley with all the whores? Uh, before we we took the bike from the port, we had a few days to visiting the old town of, of Cartagena. Did you have trouble getting your bike out of the port? Uh, I don't know. Again. Again. <laughs> Did you have trouble getting your bike oh, out no. of the port? No, but it was a little bit too too long <coughs> yeah. because we need one week. Mm -hmm. uh, we were in Cartagena two days before uh, the after. after. Mm -hmm. Two days after. Two the days ship. after the the bike arrived to to uh, the port. To the port. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but it was weekend. Weekend and so some holiday on Mondays, so you know we spent the time for the visiting the. Yeah. But for sure, yeah. um, before uh, the guys which uh, sent our bike from Germany asked us about, okay, do you like to make all the paper stuff alone or with the agent? With the, with agent. the agent, yeah. Okay, it was how much? Uh, 300 euros of dollars for the like agent, this. something like this. Uh, you know, our travel is economic. Yeah. So. It was really hard to decide to get the agent, but... Uh, Finally, we decided to take the agent after our experience in Panama. So 
no more time this kind of shit which we get in Panama waiting for the bikes. So I think that was probably the move is mm. getting somebody to help you at the port yeah, down yeah. there. So yeah. So was the girl? It was fami mm -hmm. family company, mm -hmm. the small one. Probably now she's just one in yeah, Cartagena. In yeah, with everybody which we are s uh, talking. I've heard of this. There's a lady there yeah, that receives yeah. bikes. And uh, with husband and, and son. And son, probably. Yeah. Yeah, son. And uh, they prepare documents. Uh, Sent uh, the taxi to took us to the port, the bag, make all of this. You know, but you never know what, which stop is the, which is the next stop. Step. Step. Uh, so... We are waiting in our hotel and, you know, okay, tomorrow probably we can take the bike, uh, took the bike from the port. But uh, then it was just looking. On checking the everything, checking. open the box, checking everything, the wind number, the license plan, and put it together again. And waiting, know, for waiting for the next two days, and then we, we took the bike from the port. Ah, so it was one too, week? Too much complicated. Yeah. Four, four days or five days, just yeah. Yeah. this whole... Just getting the bike out of out there. Yeah. So the easiest thing is what you did it yeah. by the aircraft. Well, I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it took me a few hours. I mean, it took one day mm -hmm. to get all this shit done. But it was the sound is just as confusing as my deal. It was like... Fucking, you know, do this here, run over here, do this, come back over here, show them that you did yeah. that, then go over here, look at the bike, and then... Uh, so, probably it was the same, to maybe just faster. Yeah, it just <laughs> happened in one day. <coughs> it, it was like they had never done it before. It was literally like every person I dealt with was like, huh, we've never done this before. You know, when we made all the paper stuff in Cuba... Yeah. Without the language, without the Spanish, because now we speak a little bit, but before no. nothing. <laughs> uh, we thought that now we can do this everywhere. No, no, in Colombia. <laughs> Colombia, I had to go behind the counter and put my information in the computer for the lady <laughs> to get my fucking customs documents. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was just but yeah. probably in Pan Panama it's the same problem. So it doesn't matter in which, in which way, but it's, it's always... It's a little bit strange for me because there is no road. So all of these transportation things makes like this, you know? And still, the thing about the documents work... They never like think the about the next step. Yeah. They you don't. Know, yeah. No. No. It's actually strange, right? It's what? It's actually strange, yeah, because nobody knows how it should work, yeah? Every time, <laughs> some new, but this is the most popular procedure with transportation between Panama and Colombia, right? Yeah, Cartagena. Yeah, yeah anyway. <laughs> but other than that, it was great. Cartagena was beautiful. That's true. And you cross, what do they call that? That's the Andes mountain range? And you got the Bogota Valley and the Medellin Valley? It's coffee. Uh, coffee region. The coffee region, or Medellin. E. So there's the valley that mm -hmm. that Bogota's in, and the valley that Medellin's in, and then the Andes run right through the middle of the country. Okay, they have more than just one. One is uh, uh, with the huge palms. 
Yeah, well, there's a there's a lot of valleys, but I'm talking about the main land features is those two big valleys, yeah, and the yeah. Andes in between, and then yeah, you cross when you cross yes. the Andes, there's a bunch of valleys in yeah. there, but it's those two big rivers, mm-hmm. the the Cacao, yeah. which I think is on the Medellin side, and then the oh the other river on the uh, so we have side. the same problem with the names uh, in, in the, here in South but America. But did you guys zigzag back and forth yeah. like I did, just yes. like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back and forth? Yep. Every road was amazing going through those fucking mountains. Yeah, first we went from Cartagena to the north. Uh, you go to that northernmost point. Yeah, yeah. maybe close to. Close, close to. Mm-hmm. We don't. We we decide that uh, that this northernmost point uh, it's not because it's. Off road. It's sand. Yes, it's just sand. sand, sand. So and really hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard, hard to do it. Yeah, the guys, of course, made it, but mm-hmm. mostly alone on the light motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Dude, somebody's is blown. Oh, it's mine. Oh yeah, we got a fucking dinner meeting coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't go up there at all. So. For now. For now, yeah. Not you're right. Time. <laughs> you're right. So how many days did you spend in Colombia? 53. 53 days, yeah. 53 Col- days. Of course, in our plan was not so much. Just one month. <laughs> and then you d- went into Ecuador and spent 40 days? 40? 30. I 33. 33. 33. Yeah. 33 days. Now, were you there for the protests? No, no. no, no after. No. After after protests, we came in after. That's right, because you guys weren't there when I got there, Mm -hmm. and it was over when I left. So that's why we we didn't hear uh, hurry up so much in Mm -hmm. Colombia, because the guys told us that is the The problem in Ecuador, and we need to wait a little bit longer in in Colombia. They told me that too, and I was like, "Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about." Boy, was I fucking wrong. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to have to wrap this thing up. Uh, but people want to see and hear about this trip more. Mm-hmm. The Screw It, Let's... What is it? Screw right. It, Let's Ride. Yeah. Is that it? Did I say it right? Screw It, Let's Ride? Yeah, exactly. That's the name of the Instagram, and you guys got videos on there. Do you do any YouTube? Is there any other place that... You guys showcase any of these amazing rides and adventures you've been on? Uh, now, now the travel mostly in the Instagram uh, and the Facebook. Okay. Uh, and everyday stories, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have also websites like a blog, but uh, in the travel it's hard to make the, the editing of, of the websites. So you know, unfortunately on the beginning, we thought that one year, it's so much time. It's so much time that we... For example, made some road, and then we spent one week to rest, preparation some movies, or make some jobs, some post something. No, almost every day something happened. You yeah, know? Yes. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, we are now four months close. Close or hold that? You've, done, you've spent four months on the road and you've only gone through three countries. You haven't even finished three countries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and no. you know, we just, and maybe in the two or three places, spent more time like yeah. in Quito because mm-hmm. we need, need to make something more than the normally. Uh, some, somewhere in 
uh, in Colombia, yeah, we in Pereira because the yeah. there was the rally and mm -hmm. we spent a few days more. Mm -hmm. But that's it, yeah. Normally it was just day or two days. In the next place, in the next, next place, place so in the next place, you know. So, and you guys are camping a lot too, huh? Yeah. How is it finding camping spots? No, pretty easy. Really? Maybe maybe in Colombia was not so easy, but you know we we knew, we used to very nice application I Overlander. Probably you used it too. Do you know it? I do, I don't use it. No. I, I mean I have it. I never. Is everything every all the dates on there are like fucking pre-COVID? Uh -huh. So yeah. I just don't also, trust it. Also. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you guys have been having yeah, good luck with it. Now, now it's better. Yeah. Now no better. better. Uh, the people start travel again, and uh, you can find new information. So. So that's where you find camping spots, huh? Yeah. Sometimes we just check it, and if some place looks nice, yeah, we stay there yeah. for a night. Man, I normally like camping, but. I don't know. There's just something. I I don't know. I haven't camped much out down here. <laughs> Costa Rica, I camped. Where else did I camp? Oh, I camped on 8B. Yeah. 8B? Yeah. What? On the side of 8B. Yeah. In okay. that little mud shed. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to cross 8B like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Too late, man. Way too late. Yes. I get up there, it's fucking clouds and rain, and I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna, I'm gonna camp here because I don't want, I can't do the rest of this road. And then I realized that the road is in varying widths because there's no shoulder, right? Like there's no place to fucking camp. You know, like if there's enough, if there would have been enough room to camp, they'd make the road big enough. You know, make the road bigger. Uh, so I found that that fucking restaurant that had a mud shed out back. So I camped there. <sighs> yeah, sometimes when we made the in Colombia, what was the number of the road? Sixty-three. I'm not sure. Or Sixty. To the mountains. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was nice in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But on the top was about seventy kilometers of off-road. Mm -hmm. yeah. Of course, we start too late. And we made this overroad in the night. Hmm. <laughs> We've been, uh, we were at uh, 10 or 11 p.m. in the town. Five hours at the night, you know. For, uh, did you guys? You guys did the trampoline? Unfortunately, no. Oh, you didn't do yeah, that one. We planned it, but uh, was was a little bit too late. Uh, 53 days in Colombia. Yes, but so you know, yeah, it's down there at the bottom. Mm, on the yeah. end of our travel, we are again in Colombia, so we still maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe in next year. So you guys are doing a whole year to travel South America. Yes, that's the plan. And you're four months in, in Cusco, Peru, fixing the backtrack towards Lima, mm -hmm. and then continue south. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to do Bolivia, and then Chile. Or you're gonna do Chile, Argentina, Chile. We will we will see how it will be actually because we didn't yet uh, the exact road. You we know, to plan you know it. We, we just have a point on our map Points. what mm -hmm. we would like to see, but don't we don't have a how how they a route? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's you know it's impossible. 
to plan yeah. everything. Well, if you did try and plan it, it wouldn't work that way anyway. Yeah, <laughs> really we know would. because we are here together in yeah. Cusco on the rally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, all right. Well, let's go downstairs and let's watch them give out awards or do whatever they're going to do for the fucking the end of this event. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll continue on. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thanks you. a lot. All right, thanks again to Greg and Ella for sitting down with me, squeezing that in our busy weekend. Anyways, now I'm in the, the lobby where I'm using my computer to generate a number for a winner of the Lowbrow Customs $100 gift card. And that is going to go to, oh my word, 24 that's a low number. Where's the spreadsheet? Oh my gosh, there it is. 24, Chris Roberts. You just won a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs. Thank you for contributing to the show. You are a fucking saint, my friend. Check out lowbrowcustoms.com for all your chopper needs. Hell, even your race bike needs. I can't thank them enough. All right, I will see you in Texas at Born Free at the Yellow Rose Canyon, October 22nd and 23rd. It's going to be a fucking party. I just got the phone with Jace. He has reached out to the DFW or the, is the DFW Dyna crew and Justin from Hang'em High Customs and himself will be throwing the party on Thursday night at Strokers Dallas, Friday night Lug Nuts, Saturday Born Free, with the outbound train, dude. That's right. I'll be back on the fucking drums. We're going to get a practice in right as I get back. And we're going to fucking melt some faces. It'll be a little bit different than Mothership. But we're going to have a good fucking time on Saturday night. Uh, I'd like to do a kickstart competition. I need to uh, need to dig more on that. What do you guys think about that? A kickstart competition would be good, right? I think so. Anyways, see you in Texas. <laughs>